Welcome to the Dave Llewellyn Podcast, Episode 2. Today, newsmakers. And it is my pleasure to welcome Tim Grimel, the mayor of the city of Pontiac, to our uh, podcast. Uh, Mr. Mayor, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me, Dave. It's great to see you again, and I'm excited about your new endeavor here with these podcasts. Yeah, I am too, and I'm excited to have this conversation today. Tim Grimel, former school board member, uh, county commissioner in Oakland County, state legislator, representing residents uh, in Lansing, and in November of 2021, elected mayor of the city of Pontiac. why this step? Well, I had uh, represented Pontiac for a number of years, both as a county commissioner and as a state representative. And uh, the people of Pontiac are just amazing people. It's an amazing city with great history, with a lot of vibrancy still in it. Uh, But the people of the city really had not been well served by their city government for a very long time, probably decades, frankly. And uh, I recognize that if they had effective city government, if they had effective local leadership, there's really no limit to what Pontiac can be. And it's really particularly important in order to improve city services and enhance the quality of life for Pontiac's residents. Uh, So I I decided to run for mayor. I'm very fortunate that we had a lot of great people also run for city council. And so we've got not only a a new mayor over the course of the past year and a half, but also an entirely new city council. And they've been great partners. We work very collaboratively with one another and uh, we're moving the city forward. It's an exciting uh, and heady time in Pontiac. And in fact, in your state of the city, Address at the end of July, uh, you coined the phrase "Pontiac is poppin'." <laughs> Very true, and obviously there's some alliteration there with the with the P's, but Pontiac really is poppin'. It's it's springing back to life. We've got a lot more activity happening downtown. We've got new restaurants opening downtown, but we're also investing a lot in our neighborhoods. We're cleaning up the blight around town. We're fixing the roads. We're investing in homeowners, uh, both by investing in existing homeowners. We have a, a very effective grant program so that homeowners can get grant dollars to fix up their properties. Uh, but we're also investing in homeownership by approving a, a soon-to-arrive initiative. Uh, it's been approved, but it won't go into effect until uh, late this year or early next year that'll allow a matching program to help people who want to become homeowners uh, obtain the financial assistance to make their down payment uh, as part of any home mortgage loan. So we're, we're excited about doing more to keep existing homeowners in their homes with, with even better properties, as well as transitioning more people to homeownership. And uh, one other big item, of course, uh, on the agenda and, the, and big news for Pontiac, certainly the uh, investment by Oakland County in your city uh, and what will follow as a result with the Phoenix Center and reconnecting Saginaw Street to downtown. Uh, this is a huge step forward, is it not, for Pontiac? Well, it really is. It's, it's truly a big deal. A uh, little bit of the history uh, will help, I think, outline the, the challenges that this deal is going to remedy and address so that we can move forward and really have a truly healthy and vibrant downtown. So those two pieces of history are that once upon a time, Oakland County's government was entirely in downtown Pontiac. And over the course of the past 60 or 70 years, uh, the uh, county government moved all of its operations out of downtown 
Pontiac, first to the far northwest corner of Pontiac, bordering Waterford Township, and then more recently, the administration of Brooks Patterson actually moved employees out of Pontiac itself, even though Pontiac is the county seat of mm -hmm. Oakland County, across the border into Waterford Township. And so there's been this this steady and increasing disinvestment on the part of Oakland County from downtown Pontiac going back now six or seven decades. So the, the most obvious positive benefit of this is that it is bringing at least 500 county employees back into the heart of our downtown. Those are employees who will help support restaurants and generate foot traffic in our downtown to support not just restaurants, but other retail establishments. So that part of this is very exciting. But the other history here is that the city of Pontiac, uh, around 1980, built this giant concrete behemoth parking structure that obstructs our main street, that obstructs Saginaw Street. Saginaw Street used to be a through street that ran all the way from Woodward Avenue on the south uh, side of downtown and then connected and became Cesar Chavez, which became uh, Dixie Highway. Uh, and they built this parking structure right smack dab in the middle of our downtown on Saginaw Street, thereby bisecting and dividing our downtown and preventing that Main Street from being connected. And this was part of the Phoenix Center as well. The that's right. The Pontiac Plan, I the, think it was called. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it was you know, the kind of idea that may have been in vogue among city planners at the time, right. but it really disrupted the fabric of our downtown and prevented it from being walkable. It was really a very car-centric approach that completely split our downtown into two. So so what happens now then with, with the plan, with the investment from Oakland County, bringing right. those employees back, but, but you're getting rid of. Well, that's right. The, the plan is that uh, and Oakland County has signed an agreement that they're going to do this. They're going to demolish that uh, parking structure, the Phoenix Center, which has become very blighted over the past decade or two. They're going to demolish that, reconnect our Main Street, reconnect Saginaw Street, restore the integrity of our downtown, and then build a new parking structure that will not obstruct mm -hmm. Saginaw Street. Uh, and ensure that the city uh, continues to own at least two acres of public space, which can be used as a concert venue, which can uh, double as a town square or public park downtown. So there are a lot of layers to the benefits of this project. It's not just about bringing at least 500 county employees to the heart of our downtown. It's also about uh, restoring public space at ground level in the form of a town square or public park. And it's also about reconnecting our main street, Saginaw Street, and restoring the integrity of our downtown fabric. And I guess history will say that uh, the Pontiac plan never worked as planners would have yeah. initially hoped, right? I mean, and it has been an albatross for the city. Well, it, it really has been. And downtown businesses have long expressed concerns about this this interruption in our in our main thoroughfare downtown. Uh, but also, it never really came to fruition the way the city planners originally foresaw it. They foresaw not just the two office towers that neighbor the Phoenix Center, but they had planned for a movie theater and an art gallery and a lot of other amenities that just never developed. And so, uh, it really never got off the ground the way it was originally intended. 
So what about a timeline for this now? I mean, when, when do we have the demolition yeah. of the parking garage? And when, when does the reconnecting of uh, Saginaw you know, to downtown, when does that occur? Yeah. The county is already moving expeditiously. They're already getting out some, some RFPs for uh, a number of aspects of this project. Uh, the very first step is one of those two office towers has been vacant for a number of years now. Mm-hmm. And the very first step is the county is going to rehabilitate that building, renovate it, and start moving county employees into that building. The rehab portion of that, the renovation portion of that, will take about a year. So they envision that they'll be moving county employees into that building in 2025. Uh, But while that's happening, they're also going to be moving forward with a plan to demolish the Phoenix Center and start reconnecting our downtown uh, together again. And we anticipate that that'll really start in earnest over the course of the next year as well. Uh, There are a lot of benchmarks that have to be met by the county as part of an agreement that they've entered into with the city. And most of those uh, benchmarks involve the county completing a number of these tasks within two years of now. You're a Democrat. Uh, The county executive is a Democrat now. The legislature, Democrat, you have a Democrat. Is is this, you know, uh, a major role in allowing parties to come together to enable this deal to happen for Pontiac's benefit? Well, I I don't think it's so much about political party as much as it is about relationships and trust. And so when I was in the state legislature, I had a lot of of friends who were Democrats, but I also had a lot of friends who were Republicans. And so having those kinds of relationships matter Mm -hmm. as we seek to work together and collaborate with people at different levels of government to make progress for the city. Uh, When it comes to the county, I worked with our county executive, Dave Coulter, and I've been friends with him for 20 years. The same is true for the chair of the county commission, Dave Woodward. So certainly those relationships were helpful. But this project also uh, relied on a lot of assistance from state government. Uh, The state has allocated $50 million to this project, and I want to particularly thank State Senator Jeremy Moss, State Representative Brenda Carter, but the leadership in both the State House and the State Senate, as well as the Appropriations Committees and their chair people, and all of those major players I worked with when I was in the legislature, and so certainly that was an important piece of this as well, as well as our relationship with the governor uh, and her team. So it, it was very fortunate that all of this was able to come together, and, and an important part of this too is the state, in addition to that $50 million for the actual construction construction aspects of this project. The state allocated $5 million to eliminate uh, $5 million of city debt that the city was saddled with for a number of years going back before my term in office. Yeah. Does uh, is this project then lead to opportunities beyond this for development in the downtown area and beyond? I mean, I don't know if there's another Dan Gilbert out there that can do for Pontiac what he's done for Detroit in terms of investment. But, you know, is that going to be a major focus of your administration as well to try to create economic opportunity and attract development to, you know, downtown Pontiac in particular, but the, the city overall? Well, very much so. And part of that is downtown, and we have a lot of exciting 
things on the way downtown. There are two separate residential developments downtown that we're very excited about, and we can't get into all of those details quite yet. Right. Uh, but one of those projects relates to the Pontiac State Bank building at 28 North Saginaw, which is the tallest building in our downtown and has been vacant again for a number of years now. And the now owners of that have a lot of exciting plans. They've just secured a construction loan so that they can move forward with their project. And that project will include a couple floors of, of retail, a restaurant space, a couple floors of office, and then uh, over 10 floors of residential space. And of course, part of bringing any downtown back to life, it's not just about office space, especially in, in the post-COVID era. It's primarily now about bringing more people to live in any downtown environment because that generates constant foot traffic to support restaurants and other business establishments. And so that's an important uh, piece of the puzzle. And then we've got an even more expansive residential uh, development that is being proposed. And we're working with the state to secure some transformational brownfield support for that project. So a lot of exciting things on the way downtown. And a lot of those projects have seen new life breathed into them because of the Oakland County project. Uh, we've had a lot more interest from potential restaurateurs and other business people who have said, hey, with 500 plus more employees working downtown and generating that additional foot traffic, this is the place I wanna be. But it's not just about downtown, and I really wanna emphasize that. We're supporting new residential developments, new business development, throughout the city. And we wanna make sure that we're investing in all areas of our city, that we're not leaving any neighborhood or any resident behind. This has gotta be about a lot more than just downtown. Downtown is important. It's a focal point yeah. for the entire community, but it's also about investing in our neighborhoods, investing in our parks, and we've allocated millions of dollars for investments in parks. Uh, but it's also, as I said earlier, cracking down on blight as well. And we've ramped up the number of our code enforcement uh, inspectors so that we can make sure that we're addressing uh, blight everywhere in the city and really enhancing the quality of life for all of our residents. And one of the uh, items that you touched on in your state of the city was that uh, for year to year period, shootings down in Pontiac 30%. And frankly, when I was on the street reporting for a number of years, most of the reason we would get to Pontiac, mm -hmm. sadly, was because of a shooting or crime or drugs. Um, and certainly, uh, that's not how you want your city right. to be seen. It's not how your residents want to live. Exactly. Uh, and I know that's a big focus of attention for your administration as well. It is. Uh, we've just recently hired additional detectives so that we can clear crimes more quickly. Uh, but we've also uh, approved now a ceasefire program that is a proactive approach to try to uh, intervene earlier in neighborhoods with people who we know are at risk of committing violence so that we prevent more violence from happening in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and that is is a really important aspect of this, where our city's patrolled by the Oakland County Sheriff's Office. They do a great job of responding to crime, but we need to implement more programs, and the ceasefire program is a proven effort that's been proven in cities across the country to intervene early and prevent violent crime from happening in the first place. So we're excited about that initiative because yes, it's great the shootings are down by, by such a large percentage, uh, but we know we've got more work to do. And every Pontiac resident deserves to live in safety and security, and that's what we want to accomplish. Tim Grimel, the mayor of the city of Pontiac, our guest on the Dave Llewellyn podcast today, talking about the history of his city, the 
plan to move forward with uh, development and opportunity for residents. And, and we talk about where you want to get, but you start at a point, unfortunately, because of decades of disinvestment yeah. um, and years of emergency financial management, city assets being sold off, um, you know, there's a lot of progress that you need to make going forward. And really, when we talk about, you know, population loss, really what, starting mostly in the 80s, I guess, yeah. but, but General Motors and plants leaving, uh, the Pontiac brand for General Motors going right. away. I mean, there has been a lot that that has gone wrong, you know, for Pontiac in the history and a lot for you now to try to overcome. Well, it's it's very true. Uh, Pontiac's population peaked yeah. in roughly 1970 uh, and has been declining uh, since that time for the most part, although it did go up slightly in the 2020 uh, census. So that's encouraging. It didn't go up by a lot, but it yeah. did go up slightly. So that's a, an encouraging sign that population has stabilized. But we really want to grow our community. We want to grow it economically. We want to grow it in terms of its population. We want to make sure that we have a broad range of housing and a broad range of economic opportunities so that those who already call Pontiac home can continue to call Pontiac home and that more people want to move here and call Pontiac home for themselves and their families as well. And we're working uh, very hard to realize those opportunities. As you point out, uh, there's been a lot of disinvestment historically, not just by the county, we mm -hmm. talked about that, by, by General Motors as well. And we certainly welcome investment by General Motors and other car companies, but we know that a lot of the future economy here is not going to be rooted in the auto industry anymore. And so we also want to diversify our economy and make sure that we're bringing other forms of good paying jobs here. Our biggest employer now is United Wholesale Mortgage yeah. that employs uh, well over 7,000 people in our city. Uh, and we've got a very large Amazon facility that employs over 4,000 people. So those are now our two biggest employers, and uh, we want to continue to attract more jobs, and we want to connect more Pontiac residents with those jobs so that we're not just seeing jobs come here, but we're seeing more of those jobs filled by Pontiac residents. And we were talking about uh, under financial management, emergency financial management, assets being sold. That included rec centers, yep. you know, impacting youth, and I know that that is something that your administration is paying particular attention to as well, the youth yes. of the city of Pontiac and providing opportunities there for their benefit. Well, very much so. Uh, you know, I, I say this quite often, but our young people are quite literally our future, and we've got to invest in our young people. We have uh, young people who have exactly the same aspirations uh, as young people anywhere in Oakland County, anywhere in the country or the world. And it's essential that we provide them with the same opportunities to live up to their full potential that young people in other communities are provided with. And so we uh, have uh, embarked on, on two important initiatives. One is we have uh, found and identified and, and now purchased a property for the home of a new youth recreation and enrichment center in the community. We'll be going through a, a design process with the community in the coming months, and we hope to get shovels in the ground next year on constructing this new facility with a move-in date sometime the following year in 2025. Uh, so that's very important because, as you note, 
the city used to have four youth recreation centers and they were all shuttered by emergency managers. So there has not been a specific city-owned facility for young people to utilize for recreation and enrichment purposes in well over a decade now, and we're going to change that by 2025. The other uh, endeavor is we're not waiting on that youth recreation, that brick-and-mortar facility to open. We've already stood up a wide range of robust youth recreation and enrichment programming. We're doing that at schools in the community. We're doing it at other locations. And just this past summer, we had 2,000 young people from the city of Pontiac enrolled in these programs. These include not just sports and athletics, but art and music, entrepreneurship classes, uh, tutoring uh, services. We want to make sure that we've got something for every young person in our community, no matter what their interest is, and that we really are investing in them so that they can make sure that they're accomplishing their aspirations and living up to their full potential. And how do you, you know, you want to move forward with all this stuff. You want it all to happen yesterday, right? I mean, you've got to be patient to a degree. You've got to have a plan and you've got to execute the plan. But boy, wouldn't you like to speed this up and go 100 miles an hour with more of these programs to benefit your residents? How do you, I don't know, how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? The, the hopes and the dreams versus the reality of where you are today? It, it is challenging. Uh, you know, there's been so much for decades yeah. that had been neglected in the city that there are a lot of needs and a lot of very important priorities. And of course, residents have high expectations. They want the high quality of life that they've long deserved. Uh, so we, we do have to prioritize somewhat. Now, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, so it's yes. not an either or. We can do a lot of these initiatives simultaneously. But we do, of course, have limited staffing capacity, and so there are there are some uh, limits to just how much we can do, how quickly. But we are moving forward at breakneck speed. Uh, none of it happens as quickly as I would like, and I'm sure none of it happens as quickly as our residents would like. But we are very busy. We've been hiring additional staff. We've been trying to build staffing capacity so we can tackle more of this as quickly as possible. I think and I we read, are on our way. Yeah, I think I read at one point there were 600 city employees and at one point you were down to 50 under emergency man i mean you can't accomplish much with 50 people trying to run a city well that's true and and under emergency management it was actually well below 50. is that um we've we've spent a lot of time especially in my first year in office in 2022 we spent a lot of time and energy just building staffing capacity restructuring city departments making sure that we're uh, making a, a our operations as efficient and effective as possible and that's starting to pay off now because with that added capacity we're able to accomplish a lot more we're now up to around a hundred uh, city employees which is not a an enormous number of city employees but it's uh, far above the number when I took office yeah. and so as a result we're able to tackle a lot more of this important work both on a long-term level but also on a day-to-day basis in terms of patching potholes plumbing the streets in wintertime, making sure that we're cracking down on blight and remediating blight and dumping in the city. Those basic ingredients are so important to tackle because they're the things that people notice day in and day out, and so they're essential to improving the quality of life. Well, and along that line, uh, again, through the emergency manager, sold off a DPW facility. That's right. Department of Public Works. City of Pontiac, city of your size did not even have a facility 
you know, to to maintain your roads and parks and you name it. Well, that's that's exactly right, yeah. and so that that gives you some sense yeah. of the challenges that we faced, and we're we're uh, on our way. Like I said, we've yeah. been building that capacity. We've been bringing a lot of privatized and outsourced services back in house when it makes sense, and most of the time uh, that has actually allowed us to save money and provide better service. And so we've done that when necessary and appropriate. We've remained and retain some outsourced services when that makes more sense. But we brought a lot of services back in-house. We've added a lot of staffing capacity. And again, it's all with an eye towards spending taxpayer dollars responsibly and effectively and improving the quality of life for our residents. All right, so if I were to say to you, Mr. Mayor, um, why should someone want to uh, invest in Pontiac or move to Pontiac? What would be your your yeah. best message of selling your city at this point where you are today? I, I think there are really three uh, key pluses and advantages to Pontiac. The, the first one is location. Mm -hmm. We are truly in the heart of the county. We're surrounded by a lot of uh, prosperous communities. We're at the crossroads of Woodward and M59 and Telegraph. So we really are in the middle of it all here in the county. That's number one. Number two, property is still pretty affordable here in the city of Pontiac. And so uh, I know property values have gone up astronomically in places. They've gone up, frankly, astronomically in Pontiac as well, but they started at a lower level uh, back when I took office. So although they're going up a lot, they're still much more affordable than properties in other communities. And the third is the amenities and the architecture and the quality of neighborhoods in Pontiac. We have a beautiful historic downtown. We have a lot of beautiful historic neighborhoods with large homes that are still very affordable. And we've got a lot of really beautiful parkland. It had not been well-maintained in the past. It is now being well-maintained. And we've got just beautiful parks, beautiful neighborhoods, and a beautiful historic downtown and so those are the are the three major pluses to moving to Pontiac we uh, wish you the best of luck with all of the uh, the plans that are in progress I know I'm excited to see you know the the efforts of the county and that investment and how that changes uh, the face of Pontiac moving forward thank you for this today if there's something that I've left out a message that you feel is important you know, either for your residents or for a general audience to know about your city what else might that be well I, I think you hit on all of the the key aspects Dave I do want to emphasize what wonderful people we have in Pontiac there are people who care about their neighbors people who care about their neighborhoods and the overall community and we welcome more people coming to our city we're gonna we're gonna obviously retain the residents we have we want to make sure they continue to call Pontiac home but we welcome new investment from businesses we welcome new residents moving here this is the time to invest in Pontiac when properties are still affordable and when we are on the ascendancy and we are on our way to a brighter more prosperous future and we're excited that Pontiac is in fact reclaiming its role as the heart of Oakland County. Well said Mr. Mayor thank you. Thank you. Tim Grimel the mayor of the city of Pontiac joining us on the Dave Llewellyn podcast we'll see you next time.